Good morning <laughs> and happy Wednesday. It's the middle of the week already and therefore I am not at work today because it is Wednesday and I don't go to work on a Wednesday, do I? What do I do on a Wednesday? I go to the library and I read story time. <laughs> So that is what I'm looking forward to doing today. Yay! I'm so happy. Um, so, how are you all? Are we all good? Are we all spiffing? And we are all tickety-boo, I hope. <laughs> well now, I have a fun fact about umbrellas today. Woo! umbrellas wowzers so we all know what umbrellas are don't we and i expect if we live in a rainy rainy place like england is um i would imagine you all carry an umbrella around just in case it's gonna rain <laughs> Uh, my little girl's got a beautiful red one and it looks just like a ladybird because she, she loves ladybirds or ladybugs, whatever you call them. But um, <clears throat> my boys have also got, one's got a blue one and one's got a yellow one, um, all spotty. So, and I have got a pink one, of course. <laughs> but did you know... That while umbrellas are used and appreciated by pretty much everyone living in rainy places, for centuries, so that means like for hundreds of years, they were seen as something only women used. So only women carried umbrellas because they were associated with the parasols that women used um, to keep the sun off their faces, you know, like those pretty umbrellas that you use in the sunshine. They're really, really lovely. I'm going to get one of those, actually. Um, keep the sun off my face. That's really nice. So anyway, um, in the mid-18th century, a few famous men started to carry umbrellas during public events, and soon... Everyone took notice and realised how useful they were. And it wasn't long before men were using them as often as women. So women were out there in the front in leading the charge of the umbrella. <laughs> but it wasn't long before men realised that actually they were quite useful. Keeping them dry especially I suppose when they used to instead of motor cars they used to have um oh carriages horses and carriages because they were quite often open can you imagine going in the rain in one of those oh my goodness you'd get soaked <sighs> never mind an umbrella holding an umbrella over you would be just perfect any old how, I thought we'd read another Amelia Jane story. Is that okay with you? Yes? Oh, good. I am glad. 
And the one that I'm going to read is chapter eight and it's called A Shock for Amelia Jane. Oh, my goodness. So, Amelia Jane had no manners at all. We already know that, don't we? She was the biggest doll in the nursery and you might have thought she would be the best behaved. But, oh, my goodness, she wasn't. Whenever other toys paid a visit to the nursery, they were always shocked by Amelia Jane. She never shook hands and said, how do you do? She never said goodbye nicely and she never ever offered visiting toys any sweets, even if she had some. So you can guess that the toys who lived with Amelia Jane were pretty ashamed of her. When Peter brought his toy soldier the other day, Amelia Jane squirted him with the water pistol, said the clockwork clown. And when Betsy May brought her best doll for a visit, Amelia Jane dabbed her with a paintbrush and made her nose all blue, said the teddy bear. Oh yes, but the worst thing she ever did was to make a hole in that floating duck that Billy brought to show our children, said the clockwork mouse. She poked it with a pin and it filled with water and sank. That was a very bad thing to do. I wish we could teach her manners, said the teddy bear. So do I, said the golden-haired doll, who had the most beautiful manners herself, and always said thank you and please at the right moments. The clockwork mouse began to giggle. He had a funny little giggle that went on and on, and it made the other toys giggle too. <laughs> What's the matter, asked Tom. <laughs> I've got a little idea, said the mouse, quivering his rubber tail. Can't we dress something up and pretend it's something come to see if we've got manners and give Amelia Jane a shock? But what could we dress up, asked the golden-haired doll. I don't see what you mean. Well, listen, said the clockwork mouse. You know that balloon in the cupboard, don't you? Let's paint a face on it and stick some hairs on and put a hat on it. Then one of us could wrap a coat and a shawl around our shoulders and head and pretend that the balloon face is our face. And we could come visiting the nursery and pretend to be very shocked at Amelia's manners. Oh, yes, it might be a good idea, said the clown. It would certainly be very funny. We'll try it. Oh, and guess what? We'll say, we'll tell Amelia Jane that it's Mrs. Good Manners come to visit us and that she'll burst with rage if she finds any of us without good manners. And we'll stick a pin into her head at the back when Amelia is rude to her to make her really burst. Oh, what a shock for Amelia Jane. The toys all began to giggle again. Amelia Jane had gone out in the pram with the children, so she had they had plenty of time to do what they wanted to. The clown ran to the cupboard and took out the balloon. He blew it up till it was nice and round. 
The teddy bear got the paint box and painted rather a fierce sort of face on the balloon. Tom begged the rocking horse for some hairs out of his tail and stuck them onto the balloon face for hair. Then the toys found an old doll's hat with flowers in and put that on the balloon head. It did look funny. I'll be Mrs Good Manners, said the teddy bear, who was nice and plump. He giggled. This is going to be funny. I shall love being Mrs Good Manners. Get me an old dress and a shawl and some doll's boots for my feet. Well, very soon the bear was all dressed up and the toys tied the balloon neck to the shawl that went over his head. He really looked as if the balloon face was his own face. It was very funny. The bear put on a most polite kind of voice and walked around the nursery, curtsying and bowing to everyone. Good day! Oh, good day! I hope I see you well. And how do you do? Oh, dear Mr Clockwork Clown, how is your dear mother? Oh, and here is dear little Clockwork Mouse. How are you, my pet? Everyone squealed with laughter to see the big balloon face with its old hat on top waggling around at everyone as the bear trotted about the nursery. The mouse couldn't say a word because he was laughing so much. Even his tail seemed to laugh and got all curled up. Oh, you're lovely, Teddy, cried Tom. Now listen, you act just like this when Amelia Jane comes, won't you? And be very, very shocked if she's rude. And after a bit, I'll creep behind you with a pin and dig it into your balloon head without Amelia noticing. And then what a shock she'll get. Just then the children came back and Amelia Jane was with them. The toys scurried into the toy cupboard, all except the bear, and he slipped out into the passage and hid in the broom cupboard there. Well, when the nursery was empty again and the children had gone to their rest, there came a knock at the door. Who's that? said Amelia in surprise. Oh, I think it's Mrs Goodmanners come to pay us a, per a visit, said Tom. I did hear she was going round the nurseries to make sure that toys all knew their manners. Oh, really? said Amelia in surprise. What a silly person she must be. I shan't be polite to her. Oh, you must be Amelia Jane, said Tom. She may be very, very cross if you're not. The knocking came again. The clown went across the nursery and opened the door. In walked the bear, dressed up as Mrs Goodmanners, with his balloon head waggling about. Good day, said Mrs Goodmanners, going across to the clockwork clown. And how do you do? Very well, thank you, answered the clown politely. And how are you? Well, I thank you, answered Mrs Goodmanners. Then she turned to Amelia Jane and held out her hand. And how are you, Amelia Jane, she asked. 
Oh, I've got earache in my toes and toothache in my knee, said Amelia very rudely. And she wouldn't shake hands. <gasps> what bad manners, said Mrs Goodmanners, shocked. You make me feel quite faint. Well, I'll throw some cold water over you then. That will make you feel better, said Amelia Jane. Oh, pray, do no such thing, said Mrs Goodmanners hurriedly. Amelia, you are a very rude doll. I must insist that you learn better manners. Insist all you like, said Amelia rudely. I think good manners are just silly. Oh, now do go away. We don't want you in our nursery. Amelia Jane, you are making me very cross, said Mrs Goodmanners in a fierce voice, and her head waggled about in a rather alarming manner. Amelia felt a little uncomfortable. She'd never seen anyone with such a waggly head before. Oh, go away, said the naughty doll. I'm tired of you. Amelia! You will make Mrs Goodmanners burst with rage, cried Tom, running up. Be careful. She's getting angrier and angrier. She won't burst with rage, said Amelia. People never do. I'm going to burst. I know I am, said Mrs Goodmanners. I'm going to burst with rage. Tom slyly dug his pin into the back of Mrs Goodmanners' balloon head. Bang! It burst, and suddenly Mrs Goodmanners had no head at all. Amelia Jane gave a scream. Oh, she has burst! I've killed her with my bad manners and rudeness. Oh, no! The bear fell down on the ground as soon as he heard the balloon burst, so it looked as if Mrs Goodmanners had tumbled flat. The toys tried to hide their giggles and they all ran up. Oh, you wicked doll, Amelia. You've made poor Mrs Goodmanners burst with rage. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, wept Amelia, who was now most alarmed. Poor, poor Mrs Goodmanners, said the clockwork mouse. Now that's the end of her. Oh, don't say things like that, wept Amelia. You are a very bad doll to make people burst with rage at your rudeness, said Tom sternly. Go and stand in the corner with your back to us for half an hour. We don't want to look at you. Amelia Jane was so frightened and sorry that she very humbly went into the corner and stood there, sniffing and crying. The toys quickly took the boots, shawl and frock off the giggling teddy bear and threw them into the cupboard. They put the burst balloon head into the waste paper basket. Now we'll make a bargain with Amelia Jane, whispered the bear. He cleared his throat and spoke to Amelia. Amelia, do you feel sorry for what you did? What are you going to do about it? Oh, I do feel sorry, I do, I do, sobbed Amelia. And I don't know what to do about it. Please, please don't tell anyone I've made Mrs Goodmanners burst with rage. Well, suppose we keep the secret for you. Are you going to behave better in future? asked Tom sternly. Oh, much, much better, said Amelia, wiping her eyes. I'll always say please and thank you and how do you do? Really, I will. Very well, you can come out of the corner and we'll give you another chance, said Tom. We will never tell anyone what you've done. 
So Amelia came out of the corner and stared around to try and find Mrs. Goodmanners. But she was gone, of course, and Amelia Jane never found out what had happened to her. But my goodness, what a difference there was in Amelia Jane's manners after that. You'd never have known she was the same doll. But how long it will last, nobody knows. I don't think it'll last very long, do you? <laughs> and have you got good manners? Oh, I think all of you say please and thank you and how do you do? I think that all of my little listeners are very well mannered. <laughs> Anyway, I have to go to the library now, so I am going, or get ready to go to the library now, so I am going to love you and leave you for today, and I will see you all again tomorrow. So, until then, have a lovely, lovely, lovely day, and take care, and stay safe. Bye for now.